Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at onepeloton.com. Is it recording on that, yeah? Is that one recording up there as well? Yeah. All right, let's All right. go. Welcome back. Rare Talks, you already know it is. Like, comment, and subscribe. Yeah, always. Joined by the best co host in the world. What? What? I'm real, like, real, real. Real friend. Come on, you know Come it on, is. Come on, real friend. If yeah, you man. haven't already, go over to our Spotify and, and make sure you're streaming all of our episodes. Trust me, there's exclusive episodes on there as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, we have some footage on there that is not anywhere, is it? No, no. no. Okay, okay. Yeah. Exclusive. Make sure, you, make sure you check that. Make sure you check that. So today we have a special guest today. And we always say special guest, but, but this every one guest is for special. me is the real special one. Legend. None yeah. other than the... Mixtape host king, Jeez. I don't even know what to call him. Entrepreneur, <laughs> moolah cake. What yeah. do you call this guy? Pioneer. What's his name? <laughs> Tell them your name, my brother. Bro, my official name is Mr. Dexter Sims. Yes. This is what I go by now. So, okay. all the aliases, big bad blue, the all the egos, Mr. LP, yeah, Mr. You know, all of these all egos, yeah. they've they've been put to the side, not yeah. behind me, they've been yeah. put to the side on a grown man, on a grown man thing. thing yeah. You know, I need Raider. to introduce myself as. Dexter Sims, you know, even leading off the back of that, I used to think if I phoned a company and said, "Hi, this is Big Bad Blue from Industries Entertainment," yeah, they're gonna think, oh, "You're you're bad from the street." Oh, sorry, you got the wrong number. <laughs> yeah, so true, I had to know? really start Big thinking bad about blue where from I live in the streets. You get me? You yeah, think yeah. about where you live. You don't live in America, so I thought, okay, mm. maybe Dexter Sims from Mula Cake sounds a little bit better. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know more, official, I mean? more official. It's mm, more official. Yeah. It's more official. Like so, that. Blue, I, I've got um, a few questions for you. Um, the first one that I have for you is, um, what got you into music? Because I've seen that you've been a mixtape host for the longest. You was actually one of the first people that I heard. My brother Shamar, he came to me one day. You know my brother Shamar? Yeah, 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 yeah. He came to me with a CD and he's like, raw, this is the new guys on the block. This is what you need to start doing. Because yeah. I was trying to do rap. So he was like, you have to listen to these CDs and see what these men are doing. You have to yeah. do what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. And then it was your CD. And yeah. it had Sorrells. It had Shoes. It had everyone from man. the UK. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is like, I'm thinking like 2005, 2006. Mm-hmm. So when did you actually get into like doing So this? I got into music in 2002. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when we officially started. Mm-hmm. Um, I registered my first entertainment company in 2003. Wow. Which was Industries Entertainment, the industry in the streets. Yeah. Um, it came off the back of doing mixtapes off a laptop. Um, up until this day, I don't think I've seen, heard about, or can pull up anybody's history that went around with a laptop block to block with microphones, headphones, and recording everyone live there and then. 
and I'm talking from America, I don't know if, if there's anyone correct me, but that's what I done. Yeah. And the reason why I knew I could get away with it is because I was a road dude. I came from the slums. So it's like going into Peckham and recording someone on the corner of the block. I wasn't even worried about the people I'm going to meet. I wasn't worried about what could happen while I'm on set. You know, going into Brixton, going into Streatham, going into Norwood. You know, I had a test just before this. Mm. And it wasn't exactly with the rudest of rudest. But if you think about it, I ran a football tournament in the middle of Brixton, Ferndale Sports Centre. Yeah. For 16 to 25-year-olds. So the the, 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 the craziest uh, that age, age group. group yeah, yeah. And it's in the middle of Brixton. And it went on for 10 weeks, every single Sunday. So they had a, we had 100 people there every single Sunday minimum. Because seven aside, um, you know, two subs, that's nine people, that's 10 teams, that's already 90 people. With a couple fans, that's already 100 people. And there was not one fight. And I mean, why I say that to say this is because... It was Mikesfield versus Summer Layton mm. versus Acre Lane versus Angeltown versus Norwood versus Kennerton. Mm. Today's day, I don't even think you're that allowed to happen. say each of those areas mm. when you're from another. Yeah, <laughs> Do you know what right. I mean? Peak, yeah. So leading off the back of doing that tournament, it made me realise, you know, I'm proper road. I'm allowed to access anybody and everybody in all different areas. Mm. So once I started music off the laptop... Yo, I'm making phone calls. I heard you rap. Yeah, I saw your thing. Yeah, I'm coming to your ends. And that's what made me stand out from a lot of, of there wasn't many, but what was made me stand out from a lot of other mixtape DJs, et cetera, et cetera, because I was getting people on my mixtapes who you didn't hear of or you didn't think you would get to hear because you didn't have access to that kind of music. Do you know what I mean? I always say I was playing gigs when everyone was listening to Slums and Colours. See, look at that. So... No, you, you was actually the first person because I, f- I think I, the first person, the first time I ever heard gigs was on your mixtape. Probably, yeah, yeah, and Sorose as well. Yeah, um, yeah Sorose, that's, for me, brother, the yeah. first time I heard Sorose was was through you, like yeah. for your um, mixtapes. How how did you meet Sorose, like? So Sorose is it's kind of like a family friend. <clears throat> Obviously, we're from the same area as well, but yeah, it was mainly to do with the area and just growing up. Really. Okay. Yeah, when he started rapping, I'd be open. That was on the back end of the career. Not the back end, but as in, I was already going for over a year or so, um, working with PDC, working with all different people from different areas, you know, who I can think of at the top of my head. But when Soros came about, this was after I moved from a laptop into investing in my own studio in the back of my auntie's garden, which was called the Blue House. Jeez. And the Blue House, obviously, it's just way advanced. Do you know what I mean? It's before YouTube, before iTunes, before we had access to stuff. Taz will tell you, you know what I mean? We, we're talking about Dark and Cold and yeah. Sale and Return yeah, on CDs, right. you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Phoning them with my CDs holding that, you know what I mean? <laughs> mm. So then Soros came along when it was this studio kind of time, which, again, I'm a road dude, brother. I spent my sheets buying equipment, and I don't know what I'm doing, innit? I'm just... Man, then we got equipment, we got yeah. studio. Yeah. And you know what I know? We need to start being like Jay-Z and that. We need to start doing our own beats and yeah. our own studio. We need ownership. So my brain went far. Obviously, it took very long for everyone to catch up. But, um, yeah, when Soros got involved, he came with something different. Different, fam. It was just different. Like, there's nothing at that think, time. Like DMX. Yeah, there weren't really yeah. a lot of... 
UK rapper spitting with the UK accent, obviously. That's an Abba thing. The skinny mans and all that. Like, yes, that is the history. Yeah, yes. Yeah. But um, so Rose was one of the first like UK rappers, especially from South London, that I heard. And I was like, Rod, this is sick. <laughs> Rod. <laughs> too much. To there was one even DVD footage where he's rapping and he's standing next to a Cleo. You remember that My one? Cleo. Yeah, see, look at that. And I no think even if I remember it's right, my you're, you, my beats. you're in an, Yeah, you was your production as well. Like, this is what mm. I like. Bro, that's hence why I never think. Bro, like, I used to watch hence that why I like times, podcasts. Like, yeah. Because there's a lot of things people don't know. Yeah. So yeah. a lot of DVDs you might watch and see people rapping. And if you listen carefully, those beats in the background, they're my beats. Your made in the studio. And I give you a bit of more of an insight. One or two of those beats he was listening to was yeah. obviously made in my studio, but it was made by a guy named Malik Berry. Okay. Malik Berry's one of the biggest Afrobeats artists in the world right now. Wow. Yeah. He was 14 at the time when I was putting him on. Wow. Sick. Do you see what I'm saying? There's a lot wow. of things people don't Sick. know. Sick. You know what I mean? I've I was I've been involved in a lot of people's start of their career. Mm. Do you understand? Because I'm the kind of guy who believes in somebody and tries to install the belief into them. Yeah. Then I they saw go that and with Soros. Sorry to cut. I yeah, saw that. With yeah, with yeah. I saw that with a lot of people, yeah. Blue, man. I, yeah. That's why um, I had, like, to this day, I've just got enough respect because of, Trust. I've always seen you trying to push, man. Like, yeah. especially the younger man. Like, I was yeah. kind of young. Yeah. You saw, man, you was like, wow, you know what, do this. You mm. was telling me what to do. You yeah. putting me on game. Yeah. And for that, like, I always, like, be grateful. And, and I appreciate that because man, it's, you know it's important to, you know, pass the information down. Mm. I've started to realise, even in my later years now, that like I'm super intelligent because I think far mm. and I copy, yeah, and I copy the big boys. That's right. So if I can just copy the big boys, skip all this middle stuff yeah. and bring it down to my level, yeah. once I know how to do it or figure it out, I'm trying to tell my man them. Yeah. I'm trying to tell the people around. Yeah. Yeah. Whether your brain's there or not, mm. later on, you know Blue was trying to tell you that. Mm. Give man gems and that's what's early. happening now. Mm. When I built the industry in the streets, yeah. there wasn't no YouTube. There wasn't no oh. iTunes. There wasn't no Grime Daily. There wasn't no Link Up. So again, even if I quickly move forward and say 10 years later, when Posty came about, Rashid came about, Jamal came about, when I came back into the game, which I won't even go into. If you want to go into it, we go into it a bit later. But when I came back into the game, all I was trying to explain to them is, yo, I'm Big Bad Blue, you know? I was yeah. a part of this foundation. Mm. Now you lot are running shit. I get it. But let me be friends. What are yeah. you saying? Yeah. Couple man took me well. Couple man didn't take me well. So I thought, all right, and cool. So no one wants to collaborate. All right, cool. What's what I'm going to do? Then I got the American man, man. Remember, and I feel like money. And yeah. I feel like money attracted mm. to him. I bring him over. Okay. When his hit was number one. You understand? That song is not 50 Cent song. It's his song. And yeah, that's right. Remi- 50 Cent remix. Yeah, yeah. When I bring him over, that's when I realised everything. Raw. It's not about what you are or what you do. Mm. It's about what you can offer them. Yeah. And that's when my game changed. You know, like, I've been trying to get all the Charlie stuff for weeks and months before mm. because I was managing Soros, managing Colors. So I'm talking years later. Mm. But I was managing Soros, managing Colors, managing Page. Mm. And I'm trying to get all the Charlie stuff and... Find the beef and stuff, innit? Mm. Got no love. Cool. I bring over man. And then you'll see it on YouTube. I bring man to Bigger Fish event, if you don't know a Bigger Fish event. Mm. Yeah. And you hear him. I just heard courtesy of my boys in the streets entertainment. <laughs> we got man in the... What the fuck? <laughs> I've been trying to contact you for months, bro. What do you mean, my boys? Yeah. I'm confused. Yeah, we're not man them, bro. <laughs> like, don't confused. beg it. Don't beg it. <laughs> like, I'm yeah. confused. Like, yeah. I... I, I I say this to I say that to say this. Mm. I ain't trying to 
downgrade Charlie, disrespect Charlie. No. I'm trying to explain to my people how the game works. Mm-hmm. The game works as if you don't have nothing to offer, if you don't have nothing to bring to the table, if you don't have value, then it's not really worth reaching out. And I'd be open because people look down on, it's hard to say, like, you just get ignored, innit? Yeah. Until you make noise. I got I got a, a, a analysis, serious analysis that I teach when I do one-to-one mentoring. And I call it tickling the giant's feet. Now, if you think what's happening, everyone's big boys. And the reason why I came up with this analogy is because I used to teach people that. Do you know we're in the same industry as Jay-Z and that? Like, you know, like, Jay-Z can see your album when you can see his it's album. True, you know. Of course. Like, do you respect that? Yeah. Do you understand that? Like, there is not two, there's not two music industries. No. It's one thing. Yeah. Do you understand? Yeah. So I'm saying to you, look, they're giants and we're the ants. Yeah. Cool. But you see, if you want the giants' attention, it's hard to get their attention because they're so big. Yeah. What you need to do is make sure you're working. Mm. Because you see, while you're working, you're tickling in their feet. Yeah. Working, 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 tickling, tickling, tickling. One day they're going to look down. Yeah. It's at that moment when they look down, you need to be shining. Yeah. You have to have the and nest. The mm. ants' nest there. That's it. They'll me. pick you up. Yeah. They'll look down, they'll see yeah. everyone, and they'll think, bro, what's that? Yeah. And they'll pick you up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you understand? Yeah, so right. when I say stop trying to. Get them. Yeah. No, just keep working. Keep working. Because you're tiggling their feet. They're watching. Yeah. Because who knows business and who knows music and who knows careers and who understands how life works? There's a cycle. So they only have a certain amount of time until they drop off. Yeah. So they're looking for ways to not drop off. Yeah. Your come up could be their saviour. Not a lot of people get that. It might go over a lot of people's heads. You know, you know, <laughs> you know, you know he's mastered the art of that, Drake. He's mastered. There you go. And 50 he's Cent. Mastered, he's yeah, mastered the art of that. Yeah. Anytime Drake, someone yeah. comes out that's hot, for some reason he just yeah. jumps on. Get Come on. So yeah. I'm going to be relevant. relevant. I'm relevant. relevant. Yeah. He's always relevant. Yeah. Okay. Same reason how, because we'll get into it, but same reason how our Mula Cake has been relevant for nine years. Yeah. It hasn't just been through clothing. Like, I have five departments. Yeah, how did you yeah, get into explain that? that to me. Explain <laughs> that now. Yeah, because no, you're, you've got you're, you're flying, you're flying, yeah, you're flying. I know, I'm jumping from one yeah, thing to Yeah, because there's so much stuff I want to ask you. So, how, like, how did you... Because that's a Moolah Cake Clothing. You're the founder of that, yeah? yes? How did you? How did that come about as well? So, Moolah Cake Clothing now. Mm. Uh, let's get right into it. Moolah Cake Clothing came about because when I was running an entertainment company, Industries Entertainment, mm-hmm. I used to have T-shirts yeah. and hats. And it was so funny because they wasn't trucker hats. It wasn't snapbacks. Mm. It wasn't fitteds. Mm. There was some kind of fisherman caps. They was mad. That's how long ago I was printing clothes. Yeah. Now, when I was doing that, because in the streets was making noise because of Big Bad Blue made a reputation. Yeah. Music started to get interesting. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, I want to wear uniform. So I put on in the streets t-shirts. Then I made time other people put on t-shirts. Yeah, I remember them t-shirts. You understand? Yeah. But again, it's a mastermind kind of thinking, not blowing my trumpet. It's just just how I am. Yeah. Exposure wins for your product. As in, you need exposure for any product. For this podcast, you need exposure. Yeah. You need marketing. You need branding. Yeah. So I always knew that regardless of if people know what I do or my company does, mm-hmm. as long as you've seen the logo... Then I got a start. I got a head start. Yeah, yeah. And I'm gonna explain that. I don't want to digest off what you said, but I'm gonna explain that point, which goes into that. Mm-hmm. So basically, 
Industries Entertainment had a good, nice logo where everyone said, oh, you got the the, 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 the gherkin and the rare rare and the big wheel in it, whatever. So Facebook came out. Yeah. Yeah? So we can all research when Facebook launched. When Facebook launched, I had this master plan. I usually think if I can get lots of people to wear the T-shirt, then everyone will see it. But if Facebook's the new place, I need everyone to see this logo. So I'm going to tell everyone who's my friends, change your profile picture to the Industries logo. So all your friends will just see the Industries logo. Yeah. And all their friends will see the Industries logo. The reason why I knew that worked, one day I went to an event in West End, strawberries and cream or something like that, and I can't remember, something like that. Mm. And I remember being outside there, me, about four of my team members, we got on that Industries t-shirts, and some guys came over to us and said, Raj, you lot, Raj, yeah, you lot add us on Facebook all the time, and I see you lot's logos and that. That moment, the light bulb clicked on and I thought, it worked. It's working. Mm. Promotion. Mm. That's how we do it. That's right. You need to be seen. To advertise. Isn't you it? need to advertise. Do you see what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. So let's go from here back to here. Now, once I started that, I realised, right well, now people's asking me to buy these t-shirts. People want to wear these stuff. I'm thinking, man, why do you like these stuff? And I'm like, they're my uniform. But cool, if you want to sell it, I'm a hustler, baby. <laughs> let's make some money. Yeah. Obviously, I've done some little calculations. Like, you know, you can get a T-shirt for this much, you print it for that much, and then you sell it for that. Oh, that's another drill hustle. Yeah, I'm on that too. Fast forward. Something happened with my designer where we used to work constant. And when I mean work constant, this is what people don't know, bro. I didn't get here by chance. No, you put in the I worked work. like 10 hours, 12 hours. Sometimes me and my designer was online. We was on a program called Skype, which is obviously played out now because of all the other social platforms. Yeah. But we was on Skype. We was doing screen sharing. Whoever knows what that is, we, where he can see my screen, I can see his screen, yeah. and that's how we work. Until I'm sleeping. He's like, right, Dex, can you see it? I'm like, yeah, I can see it. <laughs> you get me? But we worked for hours. Mm. And long and short, he was showing me his computer, and he was going through some logos. And then I saw a logo, and I said, right, what's that, bro? He's like, right, is this some logo I've done for someone? Now I'm going to give you a lot of the real real story this shouldn't come out right now this is in my book mm. but i'm gonna give you it right now yeah. mm-hmm. so i saw the logo yeah <laughs> this, this is the special part. this is the special part yeah because yeah, this yeah. is the exclusive just for your show bro yeah so i saw the logo and i said to him right fine let me have that logo and he's like no no i made it for someone else you get me i was like right what do you mean you work for me though bro like what's your thing's my thing he said no that's a customer all right, cool, I'm not going to bully you for the thing, you get me? Yeah. yeah. I don't know, a week or whatever went past. I was like, right, fam, that logo's still in my head, brother. You get me? Rare, rare. You show me a couple of different variations of rare, rare, rare. Was that the... This is what we're going to get to. Yeah, so yeah. I'm like, right, show me different colour variations. And I'm like, right, fam, did you say that logo is? Right, some use. I beg you, ask him if he wants it, fam. He's not on it, you get me? So like, let me text him. So here's the real information for your podcast. I still have the Skype conversation. Just in case anybody wants to say... Bro, you stole it, bro. That was this, bro. That was that. I have the Skype conversation. Yeah, this is proof. This will hold up in court. It's not. It's no problem. Like, I don't have no problem in saying I didn't actually design the first Mulekate logo. I have no problem with that. Yeah, because I'm a brand builder. I'm a business owner. I understand how to make this wire into business. Yeah, I didn't design the wire, but I can make it into a business. Yeah. Do you understand? I'll move it. I yeah. Sell it. yeah. So I saw the logo and I said that. Right, right. Then he said, right, "Let me text you." You said, "Oh yeah, well, fam." My partner's taking long, but I'm not even sure what he's on. But I'll let you know, innit? I'm like, oh, whatever. So I left it again, rare, rare. Couple of weeks later, a month later, whatever. I said, fam, I beg you ask that you what's going on with the local. You get me? Mm. It's a joke, man. You get me? Then he texted him, rare, rare. The youth said, 
Oh, brother, yeah, it's long, fam. I don't even know what he's on, fam. I don't think we're going to do it no more, innit? Just do what you're doing with the logo, innit? Cool. All right, let me transfer your money. Bam, I'll buy it now. Boom, 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 boom. Bought the logo. Now, this is where the mastermind comes in. I bought that logo and I sat on that logo for over a year and a half. Yeah. Knowing one day I'm going to build a clothing line. That's how I see in the future. I foresaw, I foresaw in the future so far that at that time I was still running in the streets entertainment. Mm-hmm. I bring Rick Ross to Paris. I bring Man to England. I bring Ja Rule to, to, to Newcastle. I bring Jay Mills to Newcastle. So I was really doing this big American, I had a company, bigbookings.com. I still own it now. Okay. So I was doing bookings. But here's where the mastermind comes in. Listen carefully. I'm doing bookings through a company that I've created, bigbookings.com. Yeah. yeah. It's, be, it's getting the pulling power from my company I've already created, Industries Entertainment. Yeah. Because it's a road industry, it's a road company that's music mm-hmm. that the Americans have heard about. Once I've done Man, and then I think I've done Ja Rule, they started phoning me. Like Rick Ross phoned me. Like I didn't phone none of those people when I went when I ran into Paris, you understand? So when we got into getting to there, so remember, I've used big bookings to use in the streets, and then now the master bar. I might not be around these people ever again. I'm just going to print some Mulekate shit and make them wear it. Jeez. So nice. you're now going to see, Slap. I launched Mulekate in 2013. Yeah. But you're going to see a video in 2010 when I'm with, with, when I'm with Rick Ross and I have on a Mulekate jacket. Three That's years before. so smart. Because it's just about thinking. The advertising, <laughs> the promoting. Yeah. Like, like right now, I can still use the picture of man wearing Mulekate. Yeah. Mulekate wasn't launched when man was around me. But I just had that vision. Like I, like I say in one of my favourite sayings, everybody has sight because everybody has eyes, but not everybody has vision. 100%. Trust me. 100%. See what I'm saying? 100%. So, back to the point. Mulekate logo, ended up buying it off him, sat on it for a year and a half, always said I'm going to do a clothing line because I saw how the in the streets thing nearly worked. I thought, yeah, when I launch this, this is what a real clothing line is going to be like. You get me? Yeah. And then, bam, I launched it. We can go into how I launched it, you know. It's yeah. like printing T-shirts, like selling them out the back of the boot. This is what the whole documentary is about first. Um, so I've got a two-part documentary coming out. One is The Birth of Moodle Cake, you know, how it started, what I've done. That part of the story is going to come out in okay, there. Yeah. Um, and then the second part is when Moodle Cake came to Craydon. Because when I came to Craydon, I changed from just a clothing line, just a businessman, to a chariot leader, to an award winner, to a community you know how did you get into that community stuff because um i'm I'm always intrigued about how you got into the community stuff because you've done a lot of stuff in the community a lot of people don't know a lot of you people don't know this but blue's done a lot of stuff for the community um, i'm even sure you run like a a club for little kids what is it on a children's holiday club a a children's holiday club so you know we've been running that for five years now Mm. launched in 2015 or 14 one or two um children's holiday club is simply not simply but it's mainly for the overstanding on what happens to our children. Mm-hmm. If you overstand what happens to our children from the age of five mm-hmm. up until when they're 13, you would understand what Mulekate Kids Club's for. So, since they're five, everything they watch, everything they're told, everything they see, that's what they learn. That's right. Who has most power of those kids at those times? Teachers. School. Yeah, teachers. Do you understand? Yeah. So you're telling me our kids grow up in those much years knowing what the teachers are telling them. Do we know what teachers are telling them is good for our children or not? No. Okay. So therefore, since I've noticed it, I thought, okay, how can I do this thing? Because this system has indoctrinated my child from the age of five through TV and cartoons, through school system, and uh, depression or suppression 
or whatever oppression of my par- of their parents. Yeah. So I'm like, I am cool. How can I break this cycle? If I can create a club, so listen to the intricate parts. If I can create a club that A, resembles what we used to go to when we used to go play centre. Yeah, mm. we all remember Play Center, Vauxhall <laughs> yeah. Play Center. Yeah, of course. When I was at Vauxhall yeah. Play Center, yeah. <coughs> and you brought back bare no, memories. Bare memories. This I'm saying everyone will tell you what ones they went yeah. to, but I know everyone would have this Dick Shepherd School. I know yeah. everyone would have the same kind of memories about Rock getting Rock getting Rock stuff Rock like. Rock <laughs> yeah, I know people would have the same kind of memories of getting like orange squash in a cup or two rich tea biscuits. No, the, you took it old This school. is what I'm trying to say, fam. I've got the two custard creams. The two custard creams yeah. or you can... And the, the orange juice. Orange juice, orange juice yeah. Yeah. Cup, yeah. Yeah. yeah? 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 So you and see that like feeling, you don't know that's pain. Because you're thinking that's a memory. Yeah. Bro, you was hungry, dog. <laughs> How the fuck are you giving me two biscuits? Sorry about my lemon. Why are you giving me two biscuits and orange juice, brother? Well, go on. Yeah. I, was, I was a fat kid. I was a fat boy and you're giving me two... two what's going I on here? I was a greedy eater as well. I was a greedy eater, fam. So, for one, I'm trying to bring back the feeling of playing sting ups, playing sting ball, all these things, mm. and then fill the gap. So, first thing is, I'm going to make her after school. I'm going to make her holiday club. That's mm. the first thing. Second thing is, I'm going to provide three hot meals a day. Why am I going to do this? There's like three reasons. One... I was a kid and I used to have rich tea biscuits. I was hungry, dog. Yeah. I'm not on this. I didn't give a man that. Like, I'm not, I was real. proper serious. I was yeah. upset. You hear me? Yeah. <laughs> for two, <laughs> for two, do you know that children don't, like I mean 80% of children, yeah. don't have free meals for the day? What? That's normal. Normal family. If you're in your house all day, yeah. they don't get to have breakfast, lunch and dinner. No, they don't. It's normal. It's, it's no. not hard. It's yeah. not fair. Breakfast yeah. and then probably lunch, maybe dinner. Because they're playing or whatever. Or they might get dinner. They might just get dinner. Yeah. Or they, they get, eat a lot of snacks for the day. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's because yeah. the parents can't afford to feed you three times. Yeah. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So that's filling the gap of having the old school feeling of having a, um, a holiday club. Yeah. yeah. Then feeding them three hot meals a day. Mm. Then to the main point. The main point is I'm going to have your children longer than school. I'm going to have your children longer than you work. Yeah. You work nine to five, right? Cool. Your school, your kids go to school from eight till three thirty, right? Cool. We have your child from eight in the morning till six at night. Jeez. That's 10 hours. Yeah. Yeah. So if I've got your child for 10 hours, remember I've got a good mindset as in I'm trying to do positive. So for six hours, they've been in this place getting told so much. I don't know. Lies, wrongful stories, uninterested stuff. Yeah irrelevant stuff yeah. and then some good stuff yeah. so we're not just going to put down school like that you mm. know what I mean and then some good stuff but then in my club I'm going to make you understand a few things as in from the age of seven you can start selling cakes you didn't know that did you but I'll make you teach you how to make cakes from five yeah. till six then seven I'll make you learn how to sell cakes to your friends and family yeah that's so sick you know? as a DJ the same thing you can be the DJ at your kids parties yeah. as a ten year old do you know well, what I mean? It's changing the mindset of right. our youth from a younger age. Teaching them to be that boss mentality. It's just yeah, it. Do you know man, what I mean? Yeah. And at the same time, making them know you have to work for what you want. That's right. Not working for what someone else wants. Exactly. Or working because you have to. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? Yeah. It's putting them in a different mindset. So long and short, the kids club is solely to help change the mindsets of our young children by the time they are from their age 5 to 12. When they reach 13, which is a teenager, they then attend the Mulekate Teens Club. At the Mulekate Teens Club, it is in-depth lessons on the workshop you was good at. School don't do this, bro. No. They know you're good at art. 
Yeah. They didn't even give you art as an option for GCSE. Yeah. That happened to me with uh-huh. music. They didn't give me music as an option. Uh, how are they doing I that? And look what you're music. doing now. This is what yeah. I'm saying. That's not fair. Yeah. They slowed your whole career down. Yeah. Where if, if they would have said that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you would have said, Rob, my man's good at art and music. These four things do once a week. Let him do these things twice a week. Mm. Do you understand? Yeah. So that's what our teens club's about. If I know you was good at being a DJ, you was enjoyed the DJ workshops a lot. When it comes to the teens club, now I'm going to really teach you how to be a DJ. I'm going to show you how much money Charlie Soft earns. I'm going to yeah. show you how much money Trevor Nelson earns. I'm going to show you how a radio station works. I'm going to bring you to a radio station at 13. Yeah, and 14. That's of inspiring. course, bro. Because yeah, that is inspiring. That's what will make them think at 14, this is what I'm on. I'm on this. Yeah. Mm. Whereas at 14, we saw everyone selling drugs. That's right. And all we thought Jazz was, I'm on this. Like, yeah. So it wasn't wrong for us to think that. Because mm. that's what we saw. That's all we knew, isn't it? Yeah. So you know, yeah. you can't blame someone for what they see. Yeah. I saw that. That's what I want to be. Mm. Now I understand. Pe- children learn from what they see, not what they're told. That's right. So I'm going to make sure they see me as a businessman, mm. not as a drug dealer. That's right, man. My I kids never know I sell no nothing. Yeah. None of my kids. They're 60, 16 now. Mm. Come on, bro. It's serious. I need you to know I've been doing music all this time. Then I done, done clothing. Then I done kids club. You wouldn't even like, respect it though, because you'd be like, my dad's like, he's he's a, da- yeah, he's done, he's done whatever he's done, but he's like, even he's, that he's, respect. This, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, but he's not a neek. My no. dad's about this thing. Yeah, my dad's about this thing because he's he, proper from here. But he's doing this. He's now. doing this. Yeah, yeah, like, I'll right, give you a bigger yeah. example. Yeah. Pride, like mm. proud and proud. I mean, mm. real proud. My son's business teacher mm. used to run a clothing line. He used to. So close next to me at pop-up shops. He used to ask me, Rafa, how come every time people come to pop-up shops, they just come to me looking like that? I mean, there's better people in there. How come they just come to me? And I used to explain to him, like, bro, you see the things that you do offline? That's what affects your online. The same as the things that you do before you get to the event is what affects your event. How many yeah. people did you tell that he's going to be here today? Well, a couple people still, but, you know, I thought everyone else would promote. Yeah. You thought everybody else would promote that you're going to be here. <laughs> Bro, I, I, expectations, yeah. bro, entitlement. I'm yeah. not on none of that, bro. It's true. I don't care if I'm in Selfridges, dog. I'm sending out broadcasts. <laughs> I'm sending out messages. I'm, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm here. Yeah. I'm not, uh, yes, Selfridges customers are hopefully, yeah. hopefully should buy some stuff. But if they don't, my people's coming. And that's what happened at every single pop-up shop. I've done 140 something pop-up shops. I've done 86 pop-up shops in a year and a half. If you do the calculation, that's more than one a week. So you can't be a clothing that's line and expect to, Without putting in work rate, dog. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And what, what what locations did you do? Everywhere. Everywhere. Up to Manchester. Yeah, all around. Like, wait a minute, hold on. We need to go back because that's another story I want to tell you quickly. But what's yeah. that story we were just saying again? Just before? When you were talking about... Um, the kids, the kids and that. Yeah, the with kids. the kids. We were talking your, your about business teacher. Get into the, the business teacher. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I want to say. So you see Don, mm. he's quit doing clothing line because yeah. it was hard. Then I got a job. Just so happens you got a job in a school teaching business. Now you're teaching my son. So who do you think he gives examples of when he's telling the kids about business and independence? No way, no way. <laughs> like, Darrell, come up here, tell the kids yeah. about your dad's business. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Mula Cake, this is the structure. <laughs> this is... Yeah, and, and, and the kids are probably seeing nothing. Yeah, they see Mula Cake. What do you mean I smoke in the school? The people, the, the school now pays me to come in and talk to the year 11s. Bro, this is pr- this is pr- this is pr- proud. Yeah, you have to This is proud. like, I know where I'm from. Yeah. This is like changing... How it's supposed to be, and you know that 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 will help your son even like 
certain stupid things that people say, yeah, you want to make some jokes? Nah, I've got a little business. My dad yeah, runs a business. Whoa, fam. I'm going to be, I'm like a CEO of it. <laughs> yeah. not, I ain't got the crown yet. Yeah, but, but I'm soon, getting there. Give it I to don't need to do that. Yeah, 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 exactly. His decisions and opportunities are coming yeah. from what he sees. Yeah. And, and that's that, the importance. And, and that'll be, that'll, that'll make a better impact for his future. 100%, bro. Like 100%. I really, I really, really rate you for that, bro. I appreciate you, man. Oh, I appreciate you. you. Trust me, because I always, I always feel like people misinterpretate what I do. People confuse what I do for yeah. clout or for, you know, trying to get rich and famous and Mulekit's getting big. And mm. Hold on. Do you understand? The bigger Mulekit gets is the more impact I will have on society for our children. That's I'm right. talking your children. Yeah. Future, I ain't gonna chat, rabbit. Your children's gonna be affected from the stuff I'm doing, bro. Yeah. So man should support my thing. <laughs> That's all I'm telling, Come man. <laughs> Get me, man. Like, it's serious, it brother. It's serious. So let me just quickly jump to that other point, mm. which is pop-up shops and how far and how many. Yeah. The reason why I wanted to stay this point because it's, it's, it's a real important it's point. Important, yeah. The commitment that you put in in the beginning stages of your business or your career or whatever it is is very important. The reason why it's important is because you don't have at that time. You don't know at that time. So you, you're stepping on new grounds, new territory. Mm. And that's how you fail? Is that what it's called? Yeah. No, that's how no, you learn. Yeah, yeah. That's how you learn. That's how you know, right, you know what that area don't work. Like, I'll give you some examples. Pop-up shops don't work in cinemas. People just want to watch a film. Yeah, cool. Okay, cool. Selling cakes don't work in raves. People don't want to be sick. Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Selling clothes. And listen carefully, people. These are big gems. Selling clothes at carnival, people don't want to carry clothes. That's right. No. Oh, you thought that it was a good idea to sell clothes yeah. at carnival because yeah. there's loads of people. They don't. They want to carry a flyer to fan themselves. That's about it. Yeah. Or a key ring or a whistle or, or a whistle horn. Or a horn. Mm. Yeah. I had to learn this stuff, bro. Yeah. Mm. You can't be doing pop-up shops at nightclubs or at even certain places or even at certain times. Yeah. You've got to know who's in that environment. Rare, rare. So back to the main point, which is taking risks at doing things. Bro, I done a pop-up shop in Manchester, yeah? And this is why I wanted to say the point. Because I took the risk and put in the effort mm. to drive to Manchester to do a pop-up shop I knew only a little bit about. As far as I'm concerned, any opportunity to me is an opportunity. Yeah. Once I see someone doing an event and they're inviting you, mm. it's an opportunity. When I get there, I can make things happen. That's I right. don't know what's going to happen, yeah. but I can make things happen. Mm. When I went there, long and short, we found a place, and this is when I started learning about where your pop-up shop is makes a difference. Mm. How you've promoted it makes a difference. Yeah. What you're advertising it, whatever. So when I got there and I thought, right, it's in Manchester. Then I thought, right, it's round this corner. It's in this building. It's up these stairs. <sighs> a lot of people's not going to come here today, man. But you know what? I'm going to try and stay positive. You get me? Mm. Long and short, we went up there. We set up around four or five different businesses. Set up, train the guy, rare, 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 rare. Bro, I stayed there for like three hours and one person came in the whole building. I thought, rah, this wow. is mad. But cool, I tried. Yeah. Packed up, went back home. Now let me explain. The reason why it's so good to be committed and try and you never know. Three years later, I got a phone call. Long and short, the guy said, I know you won't remember me, bro. You get me, rare, rare. But one time I invited you to a pop-up shop in Manchester. You get me? I thought, I know exactly who you are because I've only been fucking Manchester once, bro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you get me? And he's like... Right, yeah. First of all, I just want to phone you to apologise and say thank you first. Yeah. Because you was one of the people that made the effort to come up from, from Croydon and that, all the way from London, and say thank you. Then I want you to know that um, I'm actually doing all right now. I'm doing the trainer thing. Rare, 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 rare. And I just want to not only say thank you, but I want to gift you with something to show my appreciation. Send me your address, look on my site, 
and pick anything you want. Yeah. Yeah, you sent me up bad boy pair of trainers. No. Sick. Three years later. Yeah. You didn't have to find me. Yeah. Mm. You, don't, you don't have to think about me. You don't have to be grateful that I came. Yeah. I came and it didn't work out. You didn't yeah. do it on purpose. Mm. But that just shows effort. Never know what can happen. That's right. Never know who you're going to meet. Never know who you're going to meet. Yeah. Do you know what I mean, bro? Yeah. Like, that's why, to be honest, that's why I make the effort and come to podcasts, come to people's platforms, come to things because mm. I'm going to say something that's going to spark something. Mm. I'm going to see someone that's going to see something. Yeah. Like, it just so happened on here today when I was just watching his tape last night. That's miraculous stuff. That. I ain't seen him for over three, three, four, about like three years. Yeah. And then these tapes have been sitting there for 10 years. I wow. just done the tapes. I just watched it last night, yeah. and I see Donny today. What yeah. the hell? Yeah. So yeah, man, I talked a lot, bro. Give me some questions. Talk to me. What are you saying to me? Go on, yeah. you got questions? Yeah, right? um, me up, man. for me, um, yeah, with um, so obviously you moved to Croydon, and you said that you work with the council. Would mm-hmm. would you think obviously we see that Croydon council's gone bankrupt and that? Yeah. So what's your opinion on that? Uh, my opinion on that is, mm. you know, because I could have the, the normal road opinion, you know, like there's thieves, you know, there's people. I even have my opinion at first, which was, well, it's just, it was bound to happen because people team up with certain te- teams. You yeah. know, it's kind of weird how to explain it. Mm. If I kind of bring it down to a road level of everyone from Brixton. Yeah. But then there's Samalaya, there's Angeltown, there's Rare. Yeah. So depending on what crew you're in. Yeah. To the outsiders, it might be like you're from Brixton, but to the people in Brixton, knows right. But you're only from where? Right? Yeah. But you're yeah. only a part of my man's crew. Mm. So, saying that in the same context of Croydon, yes, everybody's a part of Croydon. Mm. MPs, councillors, community leaders, normal citizens, rare, rare. But depending on who you're connected to, mm-hmm. will be depending if you get the email. Okay. It's that simple. Yeah. And when I started realizing that, I started thinking, okay. I was trying to be friends with Donnie's, but Donnie's got no authority. Come on, yeah. I was trying to be friends with Donnie, but Donnie's got no authority. Yeah. Okay, I need to be friends with Don, but Donnie won't be friends with me because he's about this high. So I need to be friends with Don first yeah. to introduce me to Don. Come on. You understand? Come so on. I'm just playing the same tactics, yeah, 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 you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. But then to answer the actual question on what I really now know, yeah. because I'm actually doing a documentary on it, is it's literally just bad management. Bad management, what's, what led from bad investments, mm-hmm. which led to this problem. Do you know? Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I wasn't at stance at first of, well, my man teeth the money, fam. If it was a black don, fam, we'd be to my prison. This is what what's going on? There's yeah. beer dough gone, you know? It's not yeah. a little little money. It's peas, and it? It's peas, brother. Yeah. And you're just talking it and investing into this yard, this housing thing, investing it into rare. I'm thinking... If that was a black brother, you you're going prison, up. dog. Yeah. But we're not even talking about sand. prison. We're not talking about food. We're just talking yeah. about he's resigned. Yeah. That, whoa. Resigned, it's yeah. the same as Piers Morgan. Yeah. You, you can't just resign. That's yeah. not fair. You yeah. need to get fired. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And know that you've done wrong. That's right. But we might can now see clearly mm. there's a different kind of rule book for black people, different kind of rule book for white people. That's right. You know what I mean? I've got a question for yeah, you. Yeah. Um, does drill music incite violence? I like that question. I've always liked that question just because mm. we need to start overstanding that it's not one thing that incites violence, but if you answer the question to the... Just answer the question. Yeah. Yes, it does. Mm. It's simple. Just like rock and roll might incite you taking drugs. A yeah. hundred. Just like slow jams might incite you to make babies. 
Yeah. Let's not act oblivious, <laughs> brother. There's an influence. There's an influence from yeah. music. That's what music's for, to build an emotion. Yes. But we want to act like that's the answer. Drill music, bang drill music, bang rock and roll then. Ban yeah. rap music then. Yeah. Ban, ban everything. It's true. Yeah, it's true. Because everything yeah. influences. Too much of anything is bad for you. Mm. Anything. Too much fruits is bad for you, bro. You didn't know that? It's serious. So, yeah. drill music, that's why I said, let me answer your question. Does it, does it, this is the question, black and white, does it inf- incite violence? Yes, it does. Is it the main reason why our kids are being bad? No. No, no it's not. No, it There's way more factors. There's about 10 hundred yeah. more factors. Yeah. Even like what you was talking about before, why our kids are bad, is the, the guidance we had. The guidance from a young age. Yeah. The yeah. role what models that I was in. I, yeah. had, I didn't know that me, I thought my calling was to help people, and I thought that calling meant coming down and literally helping people and telling them how to do stuff. Yeah. That drives me mad and it stresses me out. Yeah. I've now known my calling is to help people yeah. by being the role model they never had. That's right. Leading by example. That's it. Yeah. Mm. If people can actually see that he's, he's from the hood dog, man. Yeah. He's just won the business of the year. I won the business of the year over my friends. So my friend works for a cleaning company. Yeah. And her cleaning company was in the same category as me, and I won. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Like, checkers, checkers. It's a big fucking cleaning company, mate. I won. That's so, you know, I'm somebody. But at the same time, I'm trying to show my people. But I still wear a tracksuit, you know? Yeah. I still talk like this. I still yeah. talk to you about what we can really get down and do, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so that's the role model inspiration I want to lead by now. I just want to be, he's accessible. He doesn't think he's better than no one. He would always, you know, come to to interviews. He would always give advice. Like, I charge a good amount of money mm-hmm. for advice. Yeah. But also community, what I charge them? Mm. Probably nothing. Mm. But I know my, my my value. I know my time. I know my experience. My I know worth. my worth. Yeah. I proper know it. I don't need to be told it, bro. Yeah. Like, I've spent over 400, we're talking nearly a half a million pounds. I could have spent a one million pound in my whole career. Yeah, I could have hundred percent easy build this industry. Uh, you think I'm that? joking? Let me give you one sum for two years. In two years, mm. in 2010, um, when I was bringing over man and all that, I had a thing called the industry's headquarters. Yeah, the place where I bring everyone to when they were starting Media Massacre, Link Up TV, Grand TV. I, I there as well. Yeah, all oh, right. Me and my brother. I know. I exactly know the location. <laughs> yeah. So you see there now. I was paying two thousand pound a month. Whoa. Whoa! I always wanted to Whoa. ask you how much that was. Because <laughs> yeah, obviously, when you, when you when you look in there, you think, "What the fuck, you own this?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mad. I was paying two bags a month. Just yeah. do calculations. That's the it's easy. Overhead. That's okay. That, that's not the whole overhead though. Let's do the calculation. Yeah, that's yeah, two thousand yeah. pound a month. Yeah. For one year. Yeah. That's twenty four grand, right? For two years, that's forty four grand, right? That's just rent. We're not talking about the paint and yeah. the sofas and the cameras yeah. and the that. Electric, the, the gas. electric. No, yeah. we're not talking about none of that. We're yeah. talking about the rent. Yeah. Was fifty four grand for two years. So when I'm telling you, I probably spent up to a million pound in a certain of my career. It's not. Oh, wow, how did he make that? What did he do? That? No, bro, just think about it. Through the duration. Through the duration yeah. and spending. Like when I said to you, when I came from a laptop mm. to a um to a to a to a studio, I didn't know nothing. I remember the day right now off my head. I walked into you on the pool a sec. Okay. You're gone. Yeah. Keep talking. We can yeah. keep so I, I, I went into, I don't know if you know the shop Turnkeys. Mm. Turnkeys in West End. I went to a, a shop called Turnkeys in West End as a road ute with £3,000 cash. And I said, yeah, I'm going to spend it all on equipment. By the time I walked out of there, I spent six and a half grand. Wow. Do you understand what I'm saying? And that's when I was like 21 on that. 
I spent six and a half grand on equipment like this and stuff, and I didn't know what I was doing. But I was willing to invest because I understand something, which is serious. Going back to our question about when you started clothing. Ownership is the only way you can actually get rich. Come on, checks. Mm. We know that, innit? Yeah, it's dead serious. That. Yeah. Mm. It's dead serious. Mm-hmm. Like, we're in a podcast setup right now. So I'm like, I own my podcast setup. Mm-hmm. I own all the mics. I own all the tables. I own all the wires. Same thing. Yeah. When I was printing clothes. What do you think? I didn't buy the machines. I bought the machines, though. Yeah. Cut the middle man out, man. Cut the middle man out. Mm-hmm. To a certain extent yeah, to where, you know, if, you, if, if it's convenient to pay, because that's what you pay for. You pay for convenience. Yeah. Because, just in that example... When I first used to get my clothes um, printed and stuff, mm-hmm. say, for instance, I don't know, this ain't got eye. I was thinking of in the streets because that's when it was. Mm. The top of the eye had a dot on it. And when they used to print it, sometimes I used to look at it. Oh, where's the dot? Oh, this is what I mean, man. I can't pay you guys and then my things, my brand and rare, 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 rare. That's when I got mad and I went and bought the stuff. You see, after I bought the stuff and I started doing it, yeah, yeah I went back and I said, sorry. Because you see how hard it is sometimes. You see mm. how intricate it is. You see yeah. the labor. You yeah. see the long thing. You see yeah. the eye when it drops. <laughs> Like, where's that going? Yeah. No, it's gone. It's gone, fam. And you see the print, just the dot again. Yeah. Bro, it's long. Yeah, I went back that, and I said, sorry. That, that like, proper trade, they got patience for that. Patience. Kind of, yeah. So that's when you pay for convenience. People, yeah, like so I might have the equipment mm. as ownership, but then sometimes you got to pay for convenience. 100%. I've got another question. Um, Please, hit me. Do you feel, yeah, there's, like, in our community where we grew up in South London, like Brixton, yeah. all of Lambeth and that, or everywhere, yeah, yeah, there's enough role models, especially your age, like... There is, but they don't know their role models. Mm. That's it. They don't know their role models, even the road dudes. Like, I'm going to give you something, I'm going to give you something serious. Mm. I'm trying to think if I can say it. But I can, of course I can. Mm. Everyone knows. Not everyone knows, but it's a serious thing, and he knows. You know Ari? Yeah, yeah. yeah so Ari does roll different. Yeah. His soldiers, his man them, they're different. Mm. <laughs> you need to understand this, bro. Yeah. He's a role model. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. In his so, thing. Yeah. How he does roll. That's a role model. Whereas other people do roll, know they got youngers around them mm. and act right. What do you think the youngers are gonna do? Yeah. They're act right. They're not gonna know where to how to store food. They're not gonna know how to hide burn it. They're not gonna know how to they're not gonna know stuff. Yeah. Cause the role model's not showing them. Yeah. That's what even a role model is. Yeah. That's it. We need, like, like what about the positive? Yeah, so if you talk about yeah. positive, yes. Mm. There's a load of positive. Terrell Lewis, you, you open two street you gyms. Bricks and street yeah, gyms. Yeah, you know what I mean? I know Terrell, you got yeah. Bricks and Street gym, Bricks and Soup Kitchen. Yeah. you got... I don't want to act like I can't twins. think of yeah. stuff. I hate it because I feel like, right, well, they're not positive now. They're not, and I think it's just on the spot, isn't it? But, um, there's loads. There is. And I mean loads. There's just loads as in, like, even Jaja. Judge is big. He's yeah, a big role on. model, fam. Yeah, like, you got to understand, fam. When I was at the beginning of PDC's career and everything, fam, mm. he had a plan. It wasn't freestyle. Yeah, yeah. It was a plan, stuff. fam. Yeah. Like, who are the robbers? Who are the gunmen? Who yeah. are the... I, my hand went up. I was a studio guy. Yeah. You get me, fam? I was a part of it. I was a studio guy. You yeah. get me, fam? That was the plan. Yeah. You, you stick to the plan. Then you... Everyone didn't stick to the plan. The plan crumbled. But yeah. guess what? Where Judge is right now in life, he's proper comfortable in yeah. terms of... He knows himself. That's right. He doesn't live under fair. Yeah. He's got companies. Yeah. He helps a lot of people. Like, he pays for unis and colleges for people. He doesn't need to go online and boast about it. He's got studio he provided for. Like, he's a role model. Mm-hmm. But people won't see him as a role model. Yeah. Because other people are, are poisoning their, other people's minds. Yeah. yeah. So, you might not know role models because someone else has poisoned your mind and not where you even look that direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Don's a role model. Yeah, he's one of the first people to yeah. get signed to Death Jam mm-hmm. in the in, in UK artist and something yeah. like that, right? It's serious things, yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Something to look up to, something to inspire yeah. to. Mm. 
But we don't know what role models are, yeah. so we don't know what we're looking for. Mm. We just know, does he do bad stuff or does he do, do good stuff? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You can do good stuff and not be a role model, brother. Yeah, that's true. And you can do bad stuff and be a role model. Yeah. I just gave Ari as an example. Yeah. I feel being a role model is part of being a role model is being a leader, isn't it? Being a leader. Yeah. Leading by example. Like you're, like you're a leader, the community, Taz, mm? Jaja. We do yeah. we do have a few. I feel, I feel we need more, though. 100% it? you we need, need more. more. And, and that's because, mm. the reason why you need more is because there's a lot more not positive role models. That's right. And that's to the balance of what you're saying. Mm. It's the majority. Majority wins. I always tell people this. You've got five of these things on your hand. You put three of them up, they beat the number two. Mm-hmm. So simple. Yeah. So three people's being bad, two people's being good. It's more than likely one of these two people's going to be bad. <laughs> we need to change it around. Three people's good, two people's bad. It's more than likely one of these two people's going to be good now. So now we've got four, then the other one feels odd out, and you think, ah, oh, I might as well be good. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Majority mm-hmm. wins. Do you have any advice for a young a young boy coming up and he wants to start a clothing brand or start a business? Do you have any like advice for him? I mean, you've given us a lot of gems already, but do you have any specific advice? 100% specific advice for them is the first thing you need to do is follow my Instagram at Mr. Dexter Sims or follow me on YouTube, Dexter Sims, and watch a day with Dex because you'll get a lot of insights when I film myself all day, every day. But for factual advice right now, um, let me give you some real gems. So, first thing is, start with just black and white. Like that's a, just a real gem. Start with just black and white t-shirts, and I'm going to explain why. So, in the beginning, I didn't know that, innit? And obviously, I spent a lot of money. And I bought yellow t-shirts, green t-shirts, red t-shirts, blue t-shirts, because it's Moolake, can't it? Cut before. Okay, do you know that 60-something or 70-something percent of the world only wear black, white, and grey? Black, white, grey, and navy blue. Know that, yeah. I didn't know that. No, I didn't know <laughs> that. okay. Look around now. I know. Let's look around yeah. right now. Gray, yeah, black, black, gray, black, yeah. black, gray. What's happening? Is it a lie? Yeah, sure. <laughs> this is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So, that is one part of the of the gem. The other part of the gem is you need to look at people who've done it before you. Yeah, so I'm going to give you a few names Boys in Hood, Boys in Hood, Star in Hood, Tinchy and that. Tinchy tried that. It's a Star in Hood. It was black t shirt with white ran. Yeah, cool. Boy, better know. It was black t-shirt and white yeah, right. Yeah. Cool. Dench. It was black t-shirt and white, white right. Yeah. You earn a lot of money in the beginning stages by selling black and white t-shirts and you use the profits to invest in the rest of your colours. Colours and that's a proper gem, bro. I'll be honest, and you might not know it if you're not in it, but when you're in it and you feel it, you understand it, you know, oh God, he actually he helped me right now. Because if you think you're gonna go and buy yellow t-shirts and blue t-shirts, you need to research and understand people don't even wear yellow. It's true. Trust me. There has a set of people that way, you know, but you're talking about a percentage. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and this is business. You want this is business. You want the majority. Yeah. Do you understand? Another gem I can give you is overstand your target audience. Why? Is because of your sizing. And give you the story behind it. So when I was when I was starting, yeah, okay, so the second part of the gem is be careful what you ask for. So why I say that? When I was starting, I used to always want a celebrity to wear my clothes. Oh, as soon as I get a celebrity to wear my clothes, it's bad. Get me? So before we finish that first part of the story, the second part of the story is know your sizing. Is because did you know that in every area it has a demographic? That's right. So in Croydon, they might not sell double XLs. Mm-hmm. So when I used to go, like say for instance, next, and I want to size, well, I used to be a forty-two waist. Now I'm a 36, 38. When I was a forty-two waist. Next, don't go up to 42. I see that with Levi's as well. No 38, no, bro. For, yeah. No, but go West End, Levi. Yeah. Go West End next. Yeah. They have that size. Because people in West End 
and from all walks of life. Yeah. In Croydon, the majority of the demographic are this small. Do you understand? Yeah, so yeah. you need to understand your demographic in the area where you're selling. Yeah, geographic as well. Do you understand? Yeah. Now it goes to the second half of it, why you need to know. Because when I asked for a celebrity to wear my clothes, I did get it. Jadakiss came here. Jadakiss is my mate's mate. So I got a direct link. Mm. Cool. And he's, then I said, right, I had the clothes. And he said, right, what do you want me to say? I'm like, oh, he's on my phone. What the fuck? Um, say, um, um, just write, um, it's like panicking, dog, because... Jadakiss is my actual best rapper ever alive. Yeah, come on. I'm talking when Biggie was alive. I'm talking when Pat was alive. Mm. Jadakiss is my best rapper. Mm. Then we've got maybe DMX, then Biggie, then Pat. Mm. That's my my set. I don't care what people say. That's my thing, isn't it? Mm. Jadakiss now is on my phone. Jadakiss is willing to wear my clothes. I'm thinking, this is heaven sent. And he's asking me what to write. He said, I said, just write. Go get your cake up, follow Mula Cake. Brother? He wrote it on his Instagram. He might still be there now. He wrote it, and my phone crashed. I said, rah. Well, because of the feedback he yeah. was getting. Like, <laughs> I was thinking, rah, this is nuts, about to get me. Yeah. Then my website crashed, because it was like, pure sales, innit? I'm thinking, rah. But then when I'm going through the sales, I'm seeing 5XL, 6XL, 4XL, sending to America, sending to... Yeah. I don't even know where to get 5XL t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> And then I didn't know that my logo is this big, and on a 5XL t-shirt, it's going to look this big. Yeah, I've heard about that as well. Yeah, Bro, it's yeah, serious yeah, things yeah, you have to think yeah. about. Be careful what you ask for. Yeah. That's two major gems for starting a clothing line. Oh, that's still... <laughs> Brand affiliation is the third one, I would say. Brand affiliation, why I say that is because a quick story, a five-second story, when I was doing industry entertainment, I was one of the first people to use a red cam. I put a red cam in El Mino's hand. Jeez. I put, a red cam in, uh, yeah. I put a red cam in El Mino's hand mm. and we shot a video for Shaq Corleone. In that video, Ratlin was in a video and everyone was wearing in the streets entertainment. From that day there, the whole of West London stopped wearing and um, stopped wearing in the streets. And I thought, what the fuck's going on? Why? Coke, Coke and all of this devil. And it was whispers, you get me? We're not wearing them man this thing. Well, I mean, that's a Brixton thing and that's them man this thing. No, 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 no. This is my thing. I've invested in this. Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> it's not theirs. Everyone can wear it. It's like Nike. Yeah. No, it's their thing. Mm. Okay. Fuck them. Watch. See, the second I lo- launch Mula Cake, nobody's wearing it. No celebrities, no man them, no one. I'm going to do the 86 pop-up shops and make the public make my brand big. Yeah. That's what I done. I went 86 pop-up shops all around England. I made my brand big from little people. Because once you turn around and start seeing it everywhere. What's that? Talk, 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 talk. Oh, why you got that? Why you got that? Huh? Where you get that? Mm. And at the time when I had a website, you can only catch us at a pop-up shop. Mm. Like, Where's this communicating? I'm seeing this communicating everywhere, bruv. And that's what caught on the excitement. And from everyone starts buying it, and you start seeing it, it's a thing now. Now a celebrity might want to wear it. Yeah. Now I can put gigs in it. Now I can put sneakball in it. Now I can put... Yeah. Yes, it was yeah. neutral. Yeah. And then it, it kind of started again when I put gigs on my website. It was like, right, what the fuck, fam, are you doing? Right. <laughs> I said, brother, it's bigger than man. Yeah. Everything I'm doing is bigger than man, so yeah. man don't phone me no more. Yeah. I've already gone through this when I put gigs on my mixtape yeah. when I was a younger you. Now I'm a big man, fam. He runs companies, fam. Gigs is on my website because if I put him on my website, I'll get sales. If I put the man on my website, I'll probably get no one wants to wear the clothes again. Yeah. So, yeah, it's man. Marketing, marketing. Marketing. Serious. Marketing. Okay. So, yeah. so um, also, your book, man, Um, is it out? Is your book out yet? Nope, my book's not out. I've got, yeah. got three books writing. I've got mm. two books already. I've got one book written, one book halfway done, and i got audio book. Mm. Audio book's probably going to come out first end of this year. Um... 
why I can relate. I think that's what I'm going to name it. Yeah, um, okay. that's what it's down as right now. Why I can relate. Yeah, um, yeah I'm excited about it. Just what, what inspired you to write the book? Um, so the people I follow, like Gary V, um, uh, a lot of people, a lot of people I follow, they've they've made me, they've taught me, without direct teaching me, that you know, it's there's loads of avenues on marketing. And there's loads of avenues on income. And I'm a hustler. So I just want multiple streams of income. So right now I have nine more nine streams of income. And an audiobook is just another one. But it's also another way to inspire. It's also another way to have intellectual property. So it ticks a lot of my boxes. Oh yeah, I'll just write a book then. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's how it works for me. Yeah. And what? And what's? Because you said you got three. So what's? What's the, ti- the titles of them? Um. So I haven't given them all titles. I don't oh. even know why I gave you my title just then. But uh, no, it's yeah, fine. Yeah, it's cool yeah, because yeah. I'm really not sure if I'm keeping that title. But yeah. I just remember it because I read it just the other day. Yeah. Like to be honest, I literally just read it the other day. That's why it's so fresh in my mind, and I can actually give you one first, first verse of it. That's how much of a good you I am, isn't it? Um, I'm gonna give you one sentence of it. Yeah, how we doing? You good? Low battery. Low battery. What is it? Is still recording. Long? Oh, cool. All right. I'm gonna give you one sentence of it because mm-hmm. I literally only got a little bit of time left anyway. So one sentence of it. My audio book. Why I can relate. I grew up black. What does that mean? We immediately put a feeling into another racist stomach as soon as we come in visual contact. It means that we are judged before we speak. It means that we've been misguided for years. It means that we see our own black brothers as enemies and our black queens as attitude. I grew up in poverty. I remember eating pot noodles and dumplings or using milk tokens in a corner shop and still asking him to let me off and add the rest to my tab. This is what drives me to do better. So let's just leave it there. You get me? Jeez. So that sounds we are we are we are that sounds like wow. the moolah cake right there. It <laughs> sounds like the real moolah cake right there. Bro. So yeah, I, I just wanna I wanna inspire. Like you have, bro. Thank not you, one bro. Of you. You've been yeah. Bro, you've already inspired Continue. the ends, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's why you're here right now. You've yeah. inspired, man, from years. That's why yeah, I, I saw bro. everything you're doing. I'm like, bro, I need to get on mm. some of this. You're making me think, like, the bigger picture is this stuff. Yeah, and like, that's what I want to do. Yeah. Because that's the people I watch at. Yeah. When they, like, right, right now, bro, I'm in another world. Like, I'm in, like... Crypto, I mean, like, some right um, right. so rare with, with, with football cards, with basketball cards. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going down this road. Mm-hmm. So, I, if I can inspire you lot to do these eight things, when I know people's on these eight things, I'm going to let you know what else I'm doing as well. Yeah, do you know what yeah. I mean? And then, bro, I just want to make you lot open up your minds. You know what I'm saying? I just want to make man open up their minds. There is a big world, bruv, mm-hmm. and you're allowed. So, that's the, my answer to when people say, how come you do so much? You're allowed Because you're allowed to. What do you mean? You're allowed yeah. to, dog. We're not yeah. in prison. We're not. We're not. What? Yeah. You're allowed to. And you know what? The inst that the, the system and institution, yeah, they 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 um they don't give us that opportunity. Quick. They thing, don't yeah. make you believe there's an opportunity. Yeah, because you know what? When I enrolled to uni, because I study at uni, I do business management. Yeah. So a lot of the things that the language you're saying, I understand <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. So it's like when I enrolled, the lady asked me, "So what's your career path when you leave here?" Mm. Yeah. And I said, "Yeah, I've got I've got like four businesses. I do music, but I want to do publishing. Mm. I want to." Um, do an artist career I want yep. to have a record label so yep. then she looked at me and then I goes I've got a painted decorating company yep. I do. I cook food yep. and she goes no so, slow down you can't do all these mm. like, but I looked at her and I said 
No worries, but in my head, yeah. I continue to. You know what you should have said? That's why you're a teacher. Mm. Not yeah. even being rude. Yeah, yeah, but you know I went to get in though, innit? I didn't want to say that. I went to Obviously, get you can't say me. that, yeah, but yeah, you yeah. get my point. Yeah. 100% that's, that's why, why you're just a teacher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you believe you can't do all that. Yeah. If I told you everything I'd do, you little think I'm lying. Yeah. Proper on my life. You know, my teeth whitening can be launched at the beginning of the year, remember? You don't know? That's what I to go. Well, the number one teeth kind number one teeth whitening company in Germany. Huh? Huh? Oh man. I got a bit of businesses, but not just like in a gloating way, as in I'm allowed to. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> I just registered my new business right now. Dexter Sims. Yeah. That's my business. My name is my business. That's right. Your brand. Mm. That's it. <laughs> Dexter Sims Limited. It's serious, bro. Come on. Come on. So, yeah. And it, and it hit me, man. Hit me a couple more questions. Let's, do, let's, let's do you, make um, it fruity. I got, exactly. a question. I got a question for you. Um, what do you think that we need as a black community to make it better for all of us? What do you think the black community is lacking right Transparency. now? Transparency. Transparency. Jeez. Elaborate. So everybody's doing stuff, but nobody understands what everybody's doing. Everybody has a goal, but nobody understands where the goal is. So we all understand we're on the pitch. Everyone's on the pitch. But your goal's in the corner, and his goal's over there. But on a pitch, there's only two goals, bro. Yeah. So that means we are not all on the same team. Yeah. We're all on the pitch, but we're not on the same team. So we need some transparency. We need to know who the rude boys are. We need to know who the businessmen are. We need to know the community guys are. We need to know who the, who the, who the, get some structure and then we'll win. Have you ever seen the picture with um, the white people having tea or dinner or playing a game on top of the backs of black people? I've seen something disturbing. I ain't there. seen that. So no. it's like we're, they're all up here talking. They say we're doing a podcast yeah, up I here. Think I have but seen if that. you look underneath, mm, I've seen the table's that, yeah. being held up. Been, yeah, yeah, I've seen that on the So there's two that. pictures it's in horrible. there. Yeah, that they are they're leaning on us to build and have fun. But the other picture is all we've got to do is stand up and their game's over. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That one, yeah, that, that one never went over my head. Let it sink in, man. Let it sink in. Yeah, right. man. Trust right. me, it's serious, also, man. Um, what's your thoughts on like depression? Like, have you ever suffered depression before? Yeah, it's a big one. Isn't it? it is, and the reason why I slowed down is because I want people to understand there's nothing to be ashamed of. 100% bro no it's serious mm. there's nothing I've got a counsellor I started counselling mm. just in November last year wow. and I'm 38 I've just got a counsellor mm. I wish I had one before Man, my cousin got killed last year you know, in, in, just a year before in December you know so get me R.I.P. Bissy get me and that hurt me bad like bad you know like I just lost the uncle I just lost so I, I'm nearly got a what do you call it, contradict yourself by saying, and I just lost my favourite rapper. But I said Jadakiss is the best rapper. Yeah. But my favourite rapper was, is Nipsey Hussle. Yeah. You get me? So when, when I lost, you know, Nipsey and then I lost my uncle and then I lost someone else, I felt that I felt pain. I was feeling pain. Yeah. You see when I lost my cousin? Oh, yeah, everything didn't even matter again. That was mad, mad, mad pain to get. So... I didn't know that the pressures, so it's not even depression, it's yeah. the pressures like of one. life, yep. this feeling, mm-hmm. business, mm-hmm. community, mm-hmm. 
expectations, kids. What? I'm only human, dog. In there. Mm. And I haven't dealt with all my past. You don't know how I grew up. Man, I don't know how I grew up, bro. And this is, I'm talking like, if we're just talking from 15 downwards. From 15 downwards, fam, you wouldn't imagine my life when I was left in America and when I went to Jamaica by myself. You wouldn't imagine my life. But I haven't dealt with that. And then now I'm this age. I've come from a life of crime. Remember, I was one of the biggest resellers in South London, bro. And now I've come into this business, man. And then I've this music, man. And the, so there's big expectations yeah. on me. And I've got so much feelings, I just don't know how to deal with it. Mm. Bro, getting a council is the best thing I could have ever done. Because it's just simple. It's just yep. talking. Yep. That's why maybe I like talking so much. Yeah. Then I realise, well, my power is in talking. Cool, I'm going to charge to talk. <laughs> so now I charge to speak. Now I get paid four to £500 an hour. <laughs> come on, come on, man. Like, you see what I'm saying? So you've got to yeah. use your things. And, you know what I mean? But depression's real. Yeah. A lot of people don't know they're in depression. That's right. Yeah. A lot of people don't know they got mental health problems. Yeah, because they're you in don't denial, know. wasn't it? You're in denial. Yeah. You're just oblivious. Mm-hmm. You don't know why you feel like this. You're anxious all the time. You don't sleep. Your sleep pattern's bad. bad yeah. You don't know that's what you're going through. Mm-hmm. I didn't know either because I'm just doing so much. Just cut, yeah, country mm. trying to keep busy, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I used business as a medicine to stay happy because I love business. Come on, bro. I'm a hustler. By trick, like you love the hustle, wouldn't I it? I love the hustle, bro. I don't even like the end result. <laughs> I just love the in between, yeah. the grind, bro. You get me? Like my new business right now, suits and tracksuits mm. podcast. It's a podcast slash slow show. Um, you know, trying to get it onto Amazon, trying to get it to Netflix. You know, we're trying to get a meeting with Sadiq Khan. We're trying to um, get um, uh, charities involved. We're trying to get into universities and schools. It's completely different to even say, for instance, this podcast. Mm. Yeah. You know, it's just structured in a way that I know where I'm going with it. Yeah. You know, I don't need to freestyle and think, yeah, I hope it picks up and rare it. Oh, it's not getting no views. And No, 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 it could just have 500 views. It doesn't matter, bro. I know in those 500, Sadiq Khan w- watched it. Yeah. So that contract, I don't care how much views. You understand? I'm not, yeah. going, I'm not after the streaming money. Yeah. I'm after the overall picture. That's right. If I can get suits and tracksuits into the minds of the educational system, then the future of our youth again will be beneficial. Benefits them. Mm. <laughs> you understand? Yeah. Making them understand you could be Asian, you could be black. Yeah. You could wear a suit, you could wear a tracksuit. Mm. You could you could be an entrepreneur, you can go nine to five. Mm-hmm. Bro, you can still make it. No matter. We're wow. both from Kenya and we both went Tennyson's. Mm. It's just that when his family was having dinner at Sundays, my house was getting raided. Mm. Do you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's just how it goes, bro. <laughs> Same place for two different lives. Bro, yeah. man, my house is getting raided. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I think that, that is close. Oh, uh, yeah. Nah, man. Uh, hey, plug everyone in with um, everything that you're, you're doing yeah, right now, all your Instagrams, all your yeah, businesses, please. So, we're going to plug. Obviously, if you just go to Google and type in Moolah Kick, this is a Lamb lesson. I have a gem that I want to teach people that um, we are living in a day and age. You can't think about it, you can't complain about it. It's just how it is. If someone types your name in Google and you don't come up, you don't exist. <laughs> it's simple. Come on. Mm. So therefore, just go to Google, type in Mula Cake. You should say Mula Cake Clothing, Mula Cake Radio, Mula Cake Kids Club, Mula Motivation. You should see everything to do with Mula Cake. Um, or type in my name, Dexter Sims. You should see my YouTube, Mula Motivation, Suits and Track Suits. Uh, my Instagram is the only thing that's quite different, which is Mr. Dexter Sims. Mm. 
Um, but everything else is Mula Kick Something or Dexter Sims, and it will just all come up. If you want to hear about the history, what we were talking about earlier on in regards to music, yeah. then type in Industries Entertainment. That is I-N-D-U Streets E-N-T. And that will come up all on YouTube. You'll see when it was Rick Ross, Charles, J-, J Mills, all of that stuff is all on there. So, yeah, I hope that's, you know, everything. Hope you've got the value you wanted, you know. We could have got more, but because you've got to live. Yeah, yeah. yeah, And I would have gave a lot more. I'm just trying to do a thing that I, what do you call the word? You champion. And I champion, if you can't be early, then be on time. It's just a good form of manners. Mm -hmm. And that's what I try and stick to. You know, I know that I've got an hour drive. I'm thinking, like, cool, get there at 2.30. The thing starts at 3. I'm trying to get that at 2.30 because I need to set up. Mm-hmm. And then, we're, so I'm just a timing guy. I'm a time yeah. freak. You're a professional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you call that, I appreciate that. But I just see me as a time freak. Time is everything. Mm-hmm. Time is just everything. You can't get it back. It's so serious. You know, they say, you've got the same amount of time. That's right. So everything you see me doing, mm-hmm. you can do. 100 hundred percent. You've got the same time. It's true. Maybe our, our, we're made up different. Yeah. But I do it in the same hours, time. Man. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Right. Come on, man. So yeah, man. Thanks for having me. Oh, love thank you, man. you for coming. Through. Anytime you want to come back again or anything, yeah, let please, me know. Please. I'll be more than you know. Please too. And yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, um, I love man. Yeah? Big up, yeah. All right. Always. Know, All right, bro. That good, yeah. My G, my G. Went that in. Good, yeah? Went in, bro. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.